Good evening. <laughs> Anyone else want to say anything? Hello, everyone. Good evening. Trust you slept well through that first half. Andrew, evening, you're back, Andrew. Yeah, I'm back. I've got my kid to sleep, my wife's asleep, so I thought I'd join you tonight after that enthralling loss. Surprise, you're not asleep. Well, I am tired, so uh, are you too tired? No, I'm fine. I, it was just tough going, weren't it, that? Genuinely could have yeah. slept through that first half, so yeah, it's it's not conducive, is it, to good podcasting, watching that sort of stuff? In fact, we've had a request well, that, um, you know, we end up talking not about the game for about 20 minutes mm. at the start. Some Someone on Twitter, Alex G, Ali, let's call him Ali G, he's, uh, he's asked if we can just pretty much do the entire pod on just, just talking nonsense. So there's a request for you. Didn't, didn't I see in the WhatsApp earlier that you'd actually got an agenda for this one, Mark? No, I'd written down, because what we basically, we are the least prepared of any... Sheffield United content create. I mean, we've we've been put to shame, haven't we? Basically, all the rest of them know what they're doing. Basically, and to the point where they're actually doing professional interviews and stuff like that, and we just turn up and talk absolute nonsense. I think I think Mister Mister DB makes notes on what actually happened in game, so we can actually get the chronology roughly in order. But we never do it. But this week, I start to throughout the week when something happened, I thought I'll make a note of that, and we can talk about that at start of pod, but. There's probably more more things on that list than there is to discuss in games. So I think we'll just leave it. No, no, no. Let's let's not be hasty. How's you? Oh, you're drinking, Andrew. Yeah, yeah. I've got a, a Cornish lager, Korev. It's nice, very good. You still on the wagon, Mark? I am actually. And you, although what I've sweet because I've now committed to doing a full two months, but I'm getting a bit bored of it. I've start, I've actually bought some non-alcoholic beers and I've had them on a sort of Friday night, Saturday night, and they're rubbish. Let me, let me, whoa, it is whoa, pointless. Whoa. Get, yeah, the the non-alcoholic. It's stuff. pointless. I don't know why I've it done it. Why, why I, did you do it? I don't know. I don't know. I've just sort of. I just sort of thought it's. But what's done me is January is a pretty shit month in it. Let's be honest, and. Throughout this entire last year, the only thing that you've, well, I won't say the only thing you've got to look forward to, but knocking off on a Friday has become quite a good thing because you sort of, you come downstairs, you crack open a beer, you put Top of Pops 2 on or, or you know, well, it's on a bit later, isn't it? But it's just sort of like that's the week, start of the weekend. But I've, I've not been having that. I've been coming downstairs and having a hot Vimto or whatever. And it's just, <laughs> it's just not the same. So uh, I thought, I wonder if I can trick my brain into thinking... It's party time by having a non-alcoholic Heineken, and uh, my, my brain's not not the sharpest, but I can tell you now it's not easily tricked when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. How long are you going to keep it going for? Um, I'm certainly going to go in go to the end of this month, but I might. I'm, what I might do is I might have a drink next time United win, so it could be into next season. Gosh, did you know My that? It's your birthday, birthday a, week on, a week on Monday, so you can have a drink for that if you want. I'd love to. That's the that first of March, did have, actually. Didn't you have your birthday the other week? No, it's my daughter's birthday in January, my wife's in February, and mine in March. I'm sure you said you'd had your birthday the other week. Yeah, well, he's like, 
Because I've got the happy birthday bunting up and I said I'd keep it up until <laughs> now. Yeah, it's a good point, actually. We went, it's the full quarter birthday, isn't it? Full full yeah. three-monther. But it's like he's like, like the Queen, isn't he? Has a birthday as many wants. Don't carry money, as we've found out down Kellam Island a few times. i tell you what, you missed a cracking top of the pops too last night, though, uh, lads, if you didn't see that. I mean, I, I'm also partial to, to watching the old top, top of the pops too. Obviously, there's multiple channels you can choose to watch, listen to music, but having that half an hour or an hour. They sometimes show two, don't they? It was a real uh, smorgasbord of, uh, of of talent uh, last night. It was on them. I didn't see it last well, night. It's not that, it's not that transition phase between sort of the, the pop era of the late 80s, moving into the early 90s sort of dance stuff with sort of the indie, you know, your Roses and your Mondays sort of coming in as well. So it's a bit of everything. So last night we had, uh, we had some of the... Uh, sort of uh, Stock Aitken, Waterman type, sort of Sonia. Uh, we had Jason Donovan. Uh, we had Jive Bunny again, which was, you know, very, very disappointing. Uh, Betty Boo. Very, do. Uh, very nice. So basically, you've, you've listed four things that might as well be the same thing there. New kids. Well, I'm coming to the other things. There was New Kids on the Block as well, which is similar. But then you've got, you had got like uh, KLF, uh, and uh-huh. the store, uh, as well, which was. Uh, but what's always good about Top of the Pops too is they always sort of try out the old acts. Sort of, you, Cliff Richard and Tina Turner always seem to make an appearance every every month, uh, which I think is reassuring. We, we, you know, you know all the artists you've just mentioned. It reminds me of uh, School Disco, both juniors and comprehensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, KLF, I remember that. Just as it come in, I sliding along in Michelle suit bottoms. Trying to impress Louise West. Set school um, all on fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you impress her? Yeah. Uh, yeah, she liked my knee slide, but she went with Andy Bentley, another lad. So oh, he had a better knee slide than me. Still, <laughs> wrong, still wrong Andy. <laughs> Why have a oh, wobble if you're, when you if you're out Bentley. there, uh, give us a shout what you're up to now. What was the name again? I've forgotten instantly. Louise West. Louise West, Westy, if you've uh, if you're listening, track her down. Do you remember that knee slide? She could have she could have been with an international pod star. <laughs> she you know played her cards right. International. So <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a great it was a great. But so Tina Turner, Cliff Richard, it's like kind of Harry Redknapp and Warnock, and you know they just keep popping up. Allardyce, so you know here they are again. But then they, you know, it's nice to see them. I, I think. It's not no, nice to see any of them football managers you mentioned. <laughs> so they're nothing like them, then, are they? Well, yeah, um, we uh, they say don't talk about uh, sort of politics and uh, religion. Is it money they talk about? But uh, we, we ought to talk about uh, politics a little bit after our uh, leaders' uh, press conference yesterday. We, you know, we, we politics. Is it politics, religion, and Ghostbusters are the three things that you shouldn't discuss. <laughs> We, we we do Ghostbusters every other week, don't we? So people will be getting bored of that now, anyway. But yeah, uh, we found out that our, our manager's uh, not a lefty. Oh. right back. <laughs> good point. Good, very good point. Uh, it were always, it were never in doubt, were it? His best mates always, let's say, wittering on um, on on various socials. Any about. Um, that sort of thing, <laughs> down with that sort of thing. So it, 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 it's never been a been in doubt. We've had, really, we've had problems with we've had he's had problems with his left side now, anti all season. 
Oh. Yeah. He, uh, it's a real thing, though, now, isn't it? This polarisation of politics, this left and right. It's always existed, obviously, but it's really used now as, like, something negative to say about someone. And really, you should just be able to accept it. Yeah, it doesn't make somebody a bad person, you know, because no, no. Of they yeah. lean a certain way. No, but I think I don't like I don't like the way he said it. He he went a bit Allardyce for me just for about a minute. Uh, you know, he mocked it, didn't he? A bit, but I'll let him off. But it didn't make sense what he said. It didn't make sense. It wasn't even the fact that because I think what he was trying to do, he was trying to talk about players being. Um, kind of mollycoddled a little bit and, you know, they shouldn't make excuses. I think he was talking about, sort of, you know, the players at the top and stuff, but he, he, he came up with this thing about, uh, I'm not bothered about psychologists. And, and then he said, you know, left wing. And I don't know, he didn't see, I think his words just came out and I don't think it was great how he... I think he's it losing it a bit, isn't he? He's a bit, he's a bit under pressure and I think he's, he's bumbling through interviews at the minute. He's just like, it's mm-hmm. like he's got all these things in his head. And it's just falling out a minute. But um, yeah, I agree, Randy. That if you're going to use, I mean, it's left or right as an insult. It's just it's just a bizarre thing to do in first place, isn't it? Like to slag yeah. someone off because you you dressed to left or right. Um, I, it's just it's just bizarre. It's just and everything's shit. <laughs> it's like constant arguing on social media, isn't it? It's just like, oh no, I want to score a point over you. I don't agree with you, so yeah. I'm going to slag you off. Just bugger off well, it is though it is everything is shit <laughs> <laughs> thanks like, for listening those, everyone <laughs> those racist comments about moose it's just oh, shit yeah. Oh, yeah. just fucking stop it you know getting great people it's like but, but the thing is going back to the you know something about the racist stuff i i can think back to when even recent times at bramall lane when I, i've heard comments and stuff and and <sighs> I, I I go back when me and my wife used to go and we had these two guys near us that used to just say some of the most racist things ever. And I didn't feel strong enough to kind of challenge them because I, I think if you did or somebody did round them, they'd get a comment back. They're quite big guys and stuff. And I, I think there's more of a culture to challenge now. I think people will be braver, but I still think there's a kind of tendency to kind of be scared that, you know, what's going to come back sort of thing. And um but is it is it up to individuals or is it society? I, I don't know. It's. I think if individuals don't do it, then they're going to feel more and more empowered to do it, aren't they? You know, if 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 your mates feel like you're in the minority for your stupid opinions, then you're less likely to voice them, aren't you? And then that's how things die out. But because people are scared to either stand up to people or appear too too woke as a as another stupid <laughs> insult, um, people just don't bother, do they? Or they just can't be asked. Or they're racist. Either, either like at football, they're scared of going back because somebody might turn around and twat them, or they're scared on Twitter because they get a deluge of abuse back. And sometimes putting your head above the parapet, I think people have got to do it, but it ends up you, you're in a, a bigger minefield. I, I thought, if I thought I, sorry, I thought about this this week because last year when we played Palace, someone about two rows behind me said something racist about Zaha when he was diving. And uh, he was winding me up and I really nearly got up and turned around and said something to him because it was it was really annoying me. But then I was thinking, you never know what's going to happen. And then I'm going to have a season ticket next to him all season. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, 
Oh, what do you do? It is a minefield in that one. You're wrong. You're wrong. But there should be a way to anonymously report it and the club deal with it, but then it's proven it and, you know, it's it's hard, isn't it? I'm sure they used to have a kick it out app. I mean, I never installed it, but I'm sure I remember it in between them Maggie May adverts and them two women on Supertram. I'm sure I remember years ago, they had a kick it out app, report, see it, report it, Mm. packed it, fucked off or whatever. And I, I don't know where that went. I, this is a bit controversial, but I do think I do think fan, uh, clubs should be punished for what the fans do, even if it's a minority. I think it'd stop it. I think it. I think it'd stop the it going public. It still exists in people's homes in their own brains, but you know, just shut up about exist it. in the brains. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. There we go for the policy. It's a bit deep, this. We normally just talk about absolute... I wanted to talk about how your pancakes were and things like that. We're we're having a discussion about racism and politics. Uh, I'm not sure this is quite what the public... I think they're important points, but is it really what our uh, our, our listeners want to listen to? I think as long as we don't talk about the game, they're going to be happy. So, or, or less sad, should I say. So, um, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe move on to pancakes. Oh, they were good, man. Bit of syrup, bit of ice cream, nice bit of sugar. Probably a bit too sweet, but I, I, I like. I could have told you that. I told you that last week when you said said that comment. No, it, was, it was it was fine. It was fine. I do find the problem of making the milk because my wife's not. She wasn't having any. Um, this is going to sound really sexy. So I'm digging myself a hole, but uh, I've got to cook them and then eat them at the same time. What you're saying is you need you need your wife to do it for you, so you can just sit there getting fed. <laughs> so, we've, so we've just denounced racism but you've gone straight in on sexism brilliant no what I'm saying is I, I didn't have a good enough system to keep the pancakes going and eating them at the same time um, that was a problem I had uh, it's a problem we all have life's problems okay so are we going to talk about the game eventually yes we can do Andrew uh, <laughs> should we talk about the team selection and the, the five changes he made which shocked us all with Bogle and McGoldrick two of our better players being left out should we discuss that he just did we, we shall he's, uh, he, his team selections are getting a bit a bit crazy aren't they a bit a bit off a bit off kilter yeah yeah like just pick McGoldrick for God's sake <laughs> We say it every Ambo. pod, don't you? Is your first name on team sheet? Him, him Basham, and then obviously, like uh, Dave just touched on, then. But at the minute, Bogle has been pretty much one of the better outfield players, and it, you know, you start with your best players and you fit them in, don't you? Or, and I think we tweeted this a while back. Names out of a hat. It's just let's have a shuffle around today. Uh, yeah, Bash, Alex. fancy a go in midfield, Bash today. <laughs> Ah, go on, that. go on, Chris. I'll have a go in midfield, and then twenty minutes later, that's ah, not, not working. Is it? Now, is <laughs> Your it, best lads? come back, lad. But we could have told it. We, well, we have said that, and we've said it time and again that you, Basham has quite often pulled us through games from that right centre back position. Every time he's because that used to be his favourite move, didn't it? Oh, let's switch Bash into midfield. It never, it's never worked. For Working for top level, he's not. He's not good enough top level. I don't so think it's just so effectively what he did is he played. Three players out of position to begin with, sort of. Or, well, two and a half. Yeah. Well, he was, he's, he's like moving. He, he's sort of, um, he's sort of like whack a mole, isn't he? He's moving one and then, and then another problem comes up. And wherever he moves another one, because we haven't got enough players, to, they're just all moving the issues around. He drops Norwood, but then who's he going to put? Oh, I'll put Basham there. Then I've got to bring this guy here. And it's like that game then, downfall, isn't it? 
Remember it, where you twist yeah. twist them circle because they were they were going round in a circle, weren't it? Lundstrom, Ampadu, and Basham in that sort of. <laughs> it's like let's twist them round, and oh, Basham's fallen out. Oh dear. Uh, just one word on recruitment. Uh, Fulham. Uh, do you know how many loan players they had that started the game? Um, in the rule on this. Six, four, six, really, six. But five of them are international, so you can have as many as you want international. Um, just, just a point to make. That, good you know, stat. I enjoyed that stat. It's a good, good to drop little things in like that. I did. I did look at some of their players and think, you know, I'd love, I'd love a bit of talent that they've got in our <laughs> team. But I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't. Sorry. I don't know whether because wives in bed. <laughs> Fulham's a nice area, but could we ever attract like Loftus Chief Alan. or Luckman? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it, I think we'd be just the squad, the team is beginning to look well, it's not just beginning, it's been like this for a few months now. It's a bit, bit tired, isn't it? It's a bit tired. I, I looked at their players, um, Luckman at their players, like you could <laughs> say, and um, they, they got quite a few athletes, you know, they were big. Athletic, they got across the pitch, and our players in comparison. We said it last week about the sludge runner thing, but they all just look very tight. They sort of wafting legs when somebody goes past them. In their head, they think, Well, I'm not running back, I'll, I'll just trip him up. And we, it's just we're quite lazy. I don't know whether it's fitness, we're just not quick enough, we, we're not good enough. But even Fulham, I thought, I don't think they were brilliant today, but they definitely deserve to win. I know we're jumping ahead, and man for man. They were better than us, and they're better players than ours. Well, so, uh, with the team selection, someone actually did tweet as that. So, is this the uh, any blade? I'm assuming that's northeast. Where in the northeast, though? I don't know. Northeast Europe, northeast England. But um, <laughs> he, 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 I'm saying it's a he again. Go back with the sexism. Um, said, um, "Is this the sludgiest sludge runner team you could pick?" Because there wasn't much pace in that team, were they? Bulldog. That's it. Really? Well, I mean, in terms of the game, uh, the first thing I want to talk about is uh, not the kits, but um, the backdrop behind the goals caused me major issues. <laughs> and uh, people might might say, what is he on about? But if you've got a cat, I mean, firstly, the camera was like right on the side of the pitch, which was you know, interesting. But every time the ball went near our goal, because we never went near their goal, I was struggling to pick it out because they had that massive white backdrop behind the goal and I couldn't see the ball. I couldn't see whether it was going in or, or what, what was happening. It was like an inverse sight screen at the cricket. Anyone else have problems or think I'm talking absolute nonsense? No, I did as well. I think all that contributed to being the worst 90 minutes of the season so far. I hated it. I couldn't <laughs> see the ball when it was when it was at either goal. Even on the sidelines, I couldn't even see it. The cam wrangle was useless and then you've got fucking Lundstrom and Flash <laughs> running around like they've had the horse and horse tranquilizer it was awful awful <laughs> that camera angle were really confusing as well because the pitch seems to be really slippy at that side as well so it was like real weird optical illusion because the camera kept <laughs> dipping down but then people kept falling down as well so I kept thinking well, like the pitch were tilted and they were all just like sliding down to the bottom because there were a lot of falling down on that side but like being one of those optical things like amusement arcades where people are getting bigger and smaller. <laughs> yeah, like Hall of Mirrors and they were just falling yeah. on their asses. But um, I, the, the sight screen thing, I've 
unfortunately, I agree with you because when you texted that, I thought, "What's he on about here?" It's normally <laughs> it's kits, and now it's this. And then we went down. It was mainly right angle, weren't it? So the one on the right yeah. that we were obviously defending to begin with, and then yeah, basically just couldn't see a thing. Couldn't even see Ramsdale yeah. very well in it because he was wearing that <laughs> light yellow. Yeah, it's just all I'm sort of merged into one thing. I'm moving on, but even like the second half, those two chances when there was Sharp's header and Bogle's yeah. penalty, I was like, "What happened then?" It's like didn't see anything. Pathetic. Then it sorted for them. Oh, <laughs> should be relegated for that alone. We, we should, should keep be. our place. Yeah, exactly. That, but, in, but in brighter news, Fleck came back from dead, didn't he? Well, yeah, he was meant to be out out for ages with this mystery illness where he was in for tests. Uh, somebody said they showed him at some some reservoir. Uh, 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 I don't know why I said reservoir like that, but uh, uh, over the weekend, so he was all right. And uh, but yeah, he, play, he, he, t- he Well, he started anyway. A reservoir. Could be better in his hospital bed. In fact, I'm going to say it must have been at Fountain of Youth or something because they were reporting him as dead earlier on in the week, weren't they? So it's rushed to hospital for tests. I think yeah, it was the. Official line, weren't it? Bizarre. I, I thought Egan would have played broken foot. Well, it's not even that. It's oh. a dislocated toe. Oh. Yeah. Gone soft, game, yeah, man. Give up, Panty. Give up, Panty. Game's gone. Yeah. Mash will be out now for, for, for a month. We're pulled hamstring. Should be able to run that off. Just rest them all anyway. Rest up for next season. So, should we, should we go through the game very, very quickly? Yeah, cancer through it. Right, so uh, I started doing a a tally chart today. I tried a new tactic of good and bad things that happen for players. Um, You can sort of see it there. Um, I got up to six for Lundstrom by 15 minutes and I just stopped doing it. I stopped stopped. (laughs) Stop doing it. He was on. He was on the cross on the five, and then on another one, and I just, I just stopped. You're as lazy as he um, is, then. Well, we 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 started really deep defensively. We gave a couple of corners away, and we looked like we had no intention of trying to even a- attack at all. When we got it, we just kicked it or just gave it and back. Um, and it was just like we were just sat to let's just try and keep it nil nil and just kick it away when it comes near our goal. It was I thought the tactics were appalling, and I know people say, "Well, we've lost a lot of games, confidence is low, we need to keep it tight," but we didn't show any adventure or intention of trying to have an attack. And I know you're going to criticise McBurney and, and Sharp, who, who were poor, but. They didn't have anything to, to go at. I know they should do more nuisance factor, and you know, McBurnie I thought was particularly bad, but they, they were so far off. Go on, Andrew, you you pulling a face. No, 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 I just think uh, he needs to be called out, old sharp. Uh, not him, because he's he's got the physical attributes that he's got. He can't help that, can he? Uh, my cat's but, calling him out. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, the first five minutes, Stevens was uh, threading balls down the channels and Sharp's not going to run after them and get them, is he? It's like, come on. So I just don't know where we're going with it, really. If he's going to continue to pick Sharp, at least pick someone, like, really mobile next to him, not McBurney. Uh, it's just it's just an annoyance for me, and I'm fed up with it. <laughs> but, I, I knew you'd be raging. It's... I do agree with you, though, that it is kind of the worst pairing you can put in. It's just like, it's big cone, little cone, isn't it? They don't really move very much. And 
But but with the front two, I, I know they can be. Uh, it's not always exclusive saying or whether it was the attack or the midfield defence or the team. You know, I don't think the issue was particularly with those. They weren't very good, but. I think the whole attitude of the way the team was set up was just very defensive. Uh, the fact that Basham started midfield, we were so deep, we sat on top of Ramsdale like from minute one, and we gave away two or three corners early on. They had, they didn't have many chances then. They had a couple of long ranges. He saved a couple, and it got to about twenty minutes, and you know they had seventy eight percent possession, but. I suppose you could say, well, we'd kept him to very few chances, but it's like all the other games this season. Teams are going to score at some point. If you sit that deep, you don't try and attack, you don't try and keep the ball, you don't try and have an attacking thrust. It's just very negative. If I was a neutral watching that, I'd be like, these are shit. They don't deserve to be in the Premier League. They're not even trying to to, to win games. Yep. It up. Yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Really strange. Particularly the first time I've really seen a Wilder set up like that against a team that you could potentially be I know we weren't favourites but I understand it against Man City Tottenham Chelsea Man U but against Fulham you know they are a better team than us but at least have a go at them really have a go at them. lose 3-0 I don't care <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, it put Basham back into the uh, defence put Ampadu into midfield uh, but it just carried on. We kept giving it away. I mean, I mean we're even like they were pressurising us or pressing us particularly. L- Lundstrom, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm going to go in on him tonight. It just kept what? giving it away constantly. It's like, what are you doing? And I've defended him this season. I don't think he's been that. I actually think he's been one of our better midfielders at times. The best of a bad bunch. He's not been great. But tonight he was, a, I mean, him and Fleck were appalling tonight. Uh, they didn't give us any chance to get a foothold in the game. Um, yeah. You know what it is? It's they were all crap tonight, and yeah, he was terrible, Lundstrom. But it's, I think it's just as simple as they were all static and lazy, and Fulham weren't. So as soon as anyone's on ball, they've, they've had it because they've got no one to play it to, which is precisely why Stevens were just belting it down line and defenders were just clearing it anywhere because there was there no there weren't a lot to aim no, at. No Fulham players were swarming, and our players were stood around. So what else can you do other than either lose it or boot it? Mm. Uh, not a lot else really happened first half. Uh, they had a you know a couple more chances. They did did you know, obviously dominated really without dominating in a sense because they not had that many chances. But they you know if they'd have been one up at half time, you couldn't have really grumble. Um, and I thought, come on, second half. God, sorry, just, just so it's on, just so it's on record, and I, you might agree with me. I think that was the worst half of the season. Yeah, oh, definitely. Oh, no, I think we've had worse than that. Southampton game was worse than that. Mm, Palace yeah. was worse than that. This isn't, this isn't a one-off, this. We've played other teams. Palace and Southampton are two bottom-half teams that have done the same as Fulham. Well, yeah, you might be right, but I thought tonight... No, I, I particularly thought, I thought the side-screen issue. Yeah, <laughs> there was very little entertainment. You could barely see the ball. So, aren't yeah. we Andy on this one? I think it's worst half of football. No, I, but, I, think it's, I think we've had a number like that. What one thing I will say though is um, we put put a man on back post on corners. Yeah, we did. If they'd be Fleck. listening to our tactical breakdown, big lad on back post, Fleck. Yeah, I mean, it, what, what good's that? If it goes over five foot, it's still in anyway, isn't it? But anyway, we, so second half started. Uh, that Carvalho was it? He had a couple of shots. Uh, Ramsdale made a couple of saves, and he just kept coming. You know, again, not loads of clear chances. And then Basham got the injury. In. I could hear everyone on like Twitter, like. Oh, you know, we, we're unlucky and look at season we're having. And I get that. We haven't had much luck with injuries. 
you know, but there are other teams that have had lots of injuries as well. And it is pretty bad to lose three centre-halves. But, you know, Basham was playing up to whatever, 50 minutes, 55 minutes. We did nothing in the game. We didn't lose the game because he went off. I, I know it's bad that we've ended up losing three centre-backs, but, um, yeah. And then, yeah, Norwood came on. First cross he had it first man and they broke and nearly scored when uh, I think it was Loftus Chi just walked through our team. Just completely walked through, I think, Jagielka and uh, uh, Baldock, was it, who played it off the line? Did quite well. Yep. Yeah, it did. I mean, back to what you're saying about the bad luck. I, it's such a victim mentality thing. I think you, you showed pointed as a, a post on the forum, S24SU forum this week. Someone said, most bad luck season ever. And I, not really, no. We've just been shit. We've, yeah. we've, we've had a bit of bad luck in terms of, obviously, O'Connell. But you say, oh, we've lost us three centre-backs. Well, until this week, we'd not. Yeah. We'd, we'd lost one of them. And every team has an injury to a key man. And it is only yeah. one key man we've had an injury to. I know Flex being out as well. And yeah. But it's it's not bad luck. It's just we've been rubbish. We've had a bit of we've had a bit of poor luck, but so has everyone else. It's just been it's been bad, and it's just you can't. The players that have been out, like Stevens, McBurney, and some of them, they've not exactly been playing great, have they? Even when they've been playing, so it's not like oh we've we've missed him. We've all right, Berg, you can make an argument for, but we've not won a game uh, before Berg was injured. Exactly, we've missed him. We've not won a a single game. Um, And I just thought that you know they're going to get one at some point, and and so it proved another that. Poxy goal to concede. That I thought Ampadu had actually played well tonight up to that point. Uh, I know I've been accused of being critical and being a bit of a boo boy, but I thought he was one of our better players up to the up to the goal in two two roles, moved about a lot. But that's just shambolic defending. I think you've before you get to this, I think you've snatched the opportunity for Andy to have a go at the two strikers, aren't you? Didn't know just before this put a really really good ball oh, in, sorry. and, yeah, and they both pretty much got in each other's way. And Sharp. That's the kind. Basically, if McGoldrick had missed that, everyone would have been going. That's the kind of chance that Sharp puts in, and they just yeah, got in each other's way. And I, and I think if, they, if they'd be AR, it'd have counted, wouldn't it? Yeah. We was it yeah, just it, on? I think. I think so. It was just on, but it back to where Ampadu. It's like, ee, it's like just <laughs> that mistake again. It's just stupid, silly. Ridiculous mistake in it that just has cost us the game. Yeah, Flimsy. yeah, just weak. He'll, That's he, a he new word. Stop, he's gone in the wash. Yeah, but you know, Wilder's dropped Norwood, hasn't it, for that constant repeating mistakes? I don't know because that must be Ampadu's third now. Uh, he's, More than that. He's, he's made four or five mistakes that have co- directly cost us goals. You know, Norwood obviously is a midfielder, so you'd expect defenders to perhaps make more mistakes, but at least four or five. He's, I mean, that's two, two in two weeks now, directly cost us goals. Um, and he's just, he's just awful at He's just awful. He's just walked through him. Um, any, any blame on the goalie? Uh, I don't know, people are going to discuss it and we're here to discuss things. At first, I thought it could have done a bit better. It kind of went through him, but he, he hit it quite hard and he was quite close in. So I, I'm not sure I can blame him. Andrew? I don't think it's a, like, a massive error, but it's again, it, it's just average. <laughs> changed it? his mind, hasn't it? He has changed his mind. <laughs> That's not what I said on WhatsApp. What was it? When, when Dave said in, in the chat... Um, eat it hard. Well, you, I think you went off on one about it's an adults game of football or something, and it hit it game. Hard. 
he did it. He did hit it hard, but again, it's gone through his legs and he's not saved it. <laughs> it's like it's not as though it's the top corner, like two yards away from him. And he can't reach it. It's gone underneath him. I think he had more of a chance if it had been going for top corners. But yeah, I think yeah. in his defence, wants to save as a goalkeeper in my youth. Those ones that are <laughs> close to your body. And all you can do there is get your feet out quicker, move your feet quicker and just and get your leg to it. You don't have to save that with your hands or you don't get yeah. your feet out quick enough. Yeah, all right. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> we've, wa- we've worn him down. Such a, yeah. such a weak individual. Weaker than Ampadu, that, isn't it? Just, yeah. just tell him he's wrong and he'll back just down. falling like a pack of cards. Ball bouncing off him, off his blue sweater. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that were about our mark, and I thought, right. Well, and to be fair, we we had about five five to ten minutes after that where we had you could call it a spell. Um, Stevens had a chance, which was arguably a better chance than the one that they scored from. Pretty similar, really, in terms of positions. I think this is another example of Ramsdale not saving it. Is we're not doing that. We're just not performing. We're not doing great things. We're not doing brilliant things. Like Stevens just passed Echo it belly. to a goalkeeper. Yeah, he just passed it to a goalkeeper with his side foot, and Ramsdale isn't saving that. You know, it's like these little things that make a massive difference in the Premier League. We're not doing it. You know, that wasn't even that much of a difficult chance, really. Lace it into the top corner, mate, and go and celebrate. That's where they're going they, yeah, they need, they need Andy as an attacking coach, don't they? Shooting coach, just twat it into the top corner, lads. Honestly, there's so much side, there's so much side foot, side foot going off nowadays. Not just Sheffield United, but everyone's side foot sick. Where's this lacing gone? Shearer stuff, just blast it. Usually, but goes if you'd have blasted it over the bar, you'd have said we should have, we should have placed it. We should have shared some composure. Yeah, there's too much side foot going on. But Stevens is another example. He just looks shot confidence-wise. And I'd like to say, you know, they should get the psychologist to work with him. But obviously, why other don't believe in psychologists? So uh, imagine if you were the club psychologist this week and you heard that comment. Well, yeah. Obviously, we've got some, surely, that work for the club. Bloody lefties, so psychiatrists. <laughs> Bloody woke idiots. Psychiatrists? Probably needs some. <laughs> And we, and we had a bit of a spell after that. Uh, corner came in, Brian did that header where he did everything right. Commentator was slagging him off for that, but I thought that was a good header when he headed it down. He headed it two down, didn't he? It's like, it's like last yeah, week well, you were complaining about right, Goldrick. No. That's what heading down gets you, lad. Still goes off at bar. I thought that was fine, that. I thought that was a good effort, that, for us this season. I was like, good effort, lad. <laughs> would, you two, would you two admit that Keen Brian's not as bad as you two made out? I'll admit he's improved. I, I think I'd, 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 I'd hold my hands. I'd hold my hands up and say, um, you know, he's. he's he, I thought he was absolutely wretched, uh, and he's just not good enough now. So he's improved. Yeah. <laughs> glowing, glowing him. recommendation. Now, I, I, when I was slagging him off, it was sort of start of last season, season before. Whenever we when we saw him in cup twice in succession mm-hmm. at Lane, and he was just diabolical. Uh, but he's improved. He's, he's actually, he's probably currently our best option at left centre back. Although, let's be honest, we've probably got that's it. Is the only option, isn't he? Right. So he's quite, he really he's quite tidy. Tonight. Yeah, he's quite tidy footballer. Nice left foot, good control. 
just it's just not it's just average, isn't it? Though that's yeah, not great. Yeah. And we, uh, we we we've made a few more changes. He put on McGoldrick for Lundstrom, um, and I was shouting profanities at the TV as he was going off and things like and don't come back and walk down the Thames and all sorts of things like that because uh, yeah, I wasn't a fan of his performance tonight. Um, and then we ended up with Bogle on for Jagielka. I have no idea who was playing where for the final part of the game. We seem to have Bogle right wing, four at the back, Flecker Norwood in the centre. It was just a bit, we didn't, well, it was just all over the place the last 10 minutes. Yeah, I don't, I don't know what he's playing. I, I assume, I don't know if Jagielka went knackered or something because it weren't, it didn't really seem like the obvious sub for me. Mm. But I mean, we've said Bogle's your, you know, one of your better outfield players at the minute. Why don't you play him? But you don't, you don't go shouting for a right back to come on when you're chasing game, do you? Is I, I, I was thinking, oh, he's going to bring Burke on, surely. Go, you know, slap him on, maybe in, in favour of Sharp or McBurney, and good them, you know, him up front with the other one, McGoldrick just behind him, and go for it a bit. But yeah, stick I, a right I think back he's on. been incredibly stubborn with the the uh, on the press conference this week, apart from his political uh, uh, sort of discussion. Uh, he was going on about formation again, saying again the formation is is fine. Experts are telling me the formation is is fine. Coaches are telling me it's mistakes, it's errors and stuff. But you're not telling me that. I thought, yeah, we lost the game because we made a mistake, and he'll probably say again it's one mistake. If Stephen scores at the other end, you know it's fine margins. But over the course of the match, even if you take away those fine margins, we weren't good enough, and we didn't have enough of the ball to create chances. We didn't play far enough up the pitch to create chances. And to me, that that is down to the formation as well as the players not being good enough. Give yourself a, a better chance in games. I still I still think uh, over the course of football history, any team that has gone on a run as bad as ours, uh, I don't know anyone that hasn't at least tried to change the formation at some point and mm-hmm. tried something different. And... Uh, you know, I'm not at his level. I've not got any badges, but it's just watching football as Cubs. long as you have. You know, yeah, I've got my 25 meter swimming badge. Yeah, that, <laughs> does that count for anything? But at least try something a bit different. Pack the midfield, get one up front, get some runners running off them. But to just be so stubborn around this formation is, for me, it's a bit naive of Chris. Uh, that's it. I got quite a lot of badges in Cubs. Actually, I had an armful of them. What was Cubs? Was Cubs. Scouts? Cub, yeah. Cubs yeah. were before Scouts. Yeah. Cubs were like Academy one. football before pros. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You never you never went to Cubs or Beavers or Scouts or like that. I had you down no. as a beaver man as well. No, no. No. Yeah. I played footy me, mate. None of that rubbish <laughs> that you went to. None of that rubbish. Survival skills. I, I, enjoy, I didn't do guard, uh, guys. <laughs> I didn't do guys. <laughs> didn't I didn't do, do guys. Scout, officer. I did scouts one week and it was just the same as Cubs. I was like, what's the point of this? I'm just doing the same as what I've... I've already learned how to cook a sausage and put a tent up and bandage me mate. I, I don't want to do it again at a higher level. Yeah, it was, it was more hard work, scouts, weren't it? I think everyone gave it up after a bit. I think but, my mum uh, sent me to boys, boys Brigade. It's like a religious thing. <laughs> Is it, really you are. is it Boys Brigade? Is it's tied to church? Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. dear. I don't, know. I don't know what we're going on, but I, I didn't last long. <laughs> they throw you out. <laughs> just no, I just got bored of it. Went 
carried on. So we, we got to the last couple of minutes, and this is the one where we probably might disagree on this uh, from, from the text. I thought it was a penalty. You know when Bogle goes in and he he got to the ball, and yeah, they come to get the same time, but he absolutely twats our player, like boots him really hard. And I've read the BBC feed after because I thought, am I going mad here? And all, all they said it was a penalty as well. I was like, that's clear. They didn't even look at it. Or maybe they looked at it, but am I on my own? It's a, it's a weird one because at the time, I, I kept changing my mind. And f- at first I thought it's a penalty. And the first replay I thought it's a penalty. But then you, then you think... you sitting on the fence. You're a lefty or a righty. I'm a, I'm a, well, at the minute, I'm off to the left, but... I'll tell you later. Um, I, I, it's one of them. He's, <laughs> he's played the ball, and well, they both. He, he's sort of Bogle's played the ball, hasn't he? And then he got the ball ke- first. Ke- yeah, then keeper's got a foot on it though, and twatted him. But but, Bo- but Bogle's also gone into keeper. So where do you draw a line? Who's who's twatted who? And, and they both got the ball. So I don't know what you can do about it. I think the problem I had with it is that I got gaslighted by a cuckoo. He was like saying, that's definitely not a penalty. I don't know right. why even... That's not so a phrase like... you'd hear on a podcast very often. Gaslighted by a cuckoo. It sounds Koku. like a post-rock band playing in grapes. <laughs> everyone, just, everyone just seemed to pass over it as though that's definitely not yeah. a penalty. And then the more I looked at it, I thought, how is that not a penalty? Yeah, he's, just, he's just kicked him. The, the thing is, whoever gets the ball first, which was our man, he got the ball first and just tapped it first. Yeah, he does get contact with the ball after the keeper, but our man got to it first. He but, made the first touch. But, but then, then the keeper. Kicked. But what? I, but the thing is, then the keeper gets the ball before either of them make contact with each other. So I don't. I don't know what you can do. They both. I keep, think but, you had that side screen in your way, Mark. I think. I think. I think you were looking at uh, Stuart Broad's uh, <laughs> no ball. Instead of, uh, no, listen, it's the, it's the same point as I made earlier in the season on Lundstrom sending off that you get the ball and then you clash. I, I don't. I don't see what you can do about it. They both got. They both got the ball and then they both it it into each other. So who's at fault? To be honest, it wouldn't have made it like, like even if we would have, we'd have scored. Draw, It'd be one all. Well, we'd have been on that magic twelve points. We could have all packed <laughs> up and gone home. <laughs> In the grand scheme of things, though, you know, we didn't deserve to draw. We weren't good enough. It, you know, even a draw wouldn't have been good enough in terms of think. You know. Um, and in those last seven minutes, we didn't really like. It's like get it in the bottom. We kept kicking it before. I'm going to say something about McBurney. Here. What what is he? See what what is he? Anyone? Well, I, I the fact that silence there sums it up. What, well, what is he? I'm not sure. I understand the question. You mean as a sort of a well, human what sort being? Of player or... is he? What is he? Is he a hold up man? Is he a is he a, a target man? Is he a runner? Is he a box? I, I don't. I've still not worked out after a year. And everybody said, oh, he's a good lad, he works. I don't even think he does work that hard. I genuinely don't know what he is. He's a sludge runner, I'm telling you now. I'm having me, I'm having second thoughts about Wilder, to be honest. <laughs> not not like full-on second thoughts, but he's, he's, there's cl- some of those forwards have got to have got at least a bit of talent between them all. And all of them to be, you know, as, as poor as they've been, so we're not playing the right way for some of them, surely. Surely. Do you not agree? I'd agree with that. No, I'd agree. What you're saying yeah. is get get Adkins back and he'll get best out sharp. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But 
it's just a frustrating season, isn't it? And, and that's part of it. These forwards were still picking McGoldrick and Sharp like two years after they'd gone up. I know they didn't play together today, but that's a massive problem, especially when you spend 100 million or whatever you spend. I think the issue is we're not having enough of the ball in the middle of the park, but we haven't got enough midfielders to do what I want them to do, which is play more more bodies in midfield, because there's no point in playing two strikers at the moment. We might as well have another body in midfield and have a bit of fluidity in terms of players coming off and playing in different areas. Everything's so fixed at the moment. Everyone's petrified to move from their area where they, they, they play, which is completely opposite to what we were last season. It's quite depressing to watch. It's a very basic formation. All the credit he got last season for tactics and formation, adventure. We look at lousy team. Everyone says, oh, we're not as bad as West Brom. We're not as bad as, you know, we are. The table says we're the worst team in the league. You know, West Brom today, I've watched a bit of them. They were well organised. They've drawn, you know, drawn the last couple of games and stuff. Yeah, there's not much in it. We have two bad teams, but... We're not even showing it. Last two or three games, we're not even really showing any fight for me. We, we look like a side that just wants the season over and done with. Yep. You've summed yeah. it up. And, and also, you've uh, obviously hit on something there that Garth Crooks had obviously seen the future. You just called us basic, didn't you? And I think you're right. And, and I think you've hit the nail on there as well that that sort of fluidity is just gone and that's and that's what that's the reason we played so well last season because them little pockets of players them little sort of triangles on the left and the right and they just all knew each other's game inside out yeah you can point at injuries and stuff like that as to why we can't get that going again but it's not they're not all out they can it just seems to have gone people get irate when they say oh we're one of the worst Premier League teams ever and people try and defend, defend it and say you know, we're not that bad. We've lost a lot of goals by, you know, a, a single goal. But every, most of the games we've lost by a single goal, it's not even really looked like getting anything in it. They, they've been quite comfortable winning. Even tonight, all right, we had a little, you know, the chance at the end and stuff, but we didn't deserve any from that game. For Fulham, they won it fairly routinely in the end. I think most people that say that won't have watched Derby or Sunderland. They're just saying it because it's something to say. The points, the points on the board is what will prove whether we're the worst, worst Premier League team in the history. Which Derby? Well, we're one of them. We're one yeah, of yeah, them. Yeah, no, we of look like we're going to be one. Of them. It's not even in question for me. I'm not like a bladey blade that's going to say uh, we're definitely not. We are. It's a fact. Just deal with it. We'll come back. Uh, well, everyone keeps saying it's uh, again some of the forum this week. I'm glad to go down to Championship. That annoys me as well. That really annoys me. You're very, very annoyed this week, aren't you? No, but th- that mentality that I'm, I'm glad to go. I get that, you know, the kickoff times are all over the place VAR, cheating, diving, money, all the lazy media. But surely, as a football club, we've had most of our lifetime, not just ours, but Sheffield United's lifetime, being a second tier club. Surely, we want to aspire to be the best club we can and we want to be amongst the big boys. And why can't we say, apart from that top six, we can't be around you know, mid-table side in the Premier League. Why can't we do that? No, I agree. You know, I agree. It really, really... 50 million off TV money every year in just about who's got the most you know, wage. Uh, you know, That's a big factor, of course. But there are teams that stay up there for years and do well without you know, having hugely wealthy owners. You, know, you look at Burnley, you look at even Palace, some of those teams. But it's just this mentality of like, oh, we, we're Chef United. We're probably better off in Championship. And 
I think we're as bad as the owners, you know, not the current owners necessarily, the owners we've had over our history. It's just this accepting mediocrity. And it annoys me. It really annoys me. And those, those tweets this week saying, oh, a couple of years ago, we were going to we were going to Swindon and uh, Shrewsbury. Look where we are now. Great. I think you've always, you've got to look at, Dave, you've always got to have context though, of where we were three years ago, four years ago, when we went to Bolton. But we're not there now. Yeah. We're in the Premier no, League I mean, now. You've got to always judge it of where we were a very short period against and how bad it was for as long as we've been. It's like you've got to look at it over a short period and then a long period. You know, would you have taken four years ago when we were coming back from Bolton to say two promotions and a relegation? You know, you'd have took it, wouldn't you? Get behind would, but, but once you've got there, then you've got to, yeah, yeah. You've got to make the most of it. I'm all for that, mate. I'm all for that. But... Let's have a bit of a reality check at times, Dave. I, yeah. I, I just think that the ethos is is very much kind of settling for second best, and um, may, maybe I am asking too much, and I am getting ahead of myself. But, but by saying what you're saying, we're almost saying we're accepting that we're never going to be any good. We're oh. just going to be a, a mid oh. a mid table championship no. club. That's our Sorry, no, no, because I thought we were going to establish ourselves at the start of the season, but we haven't. So we've just got to deal with it now, haven't we? And just we're going to be in the championship next year. So just let's see how we get on. Second best is better than what we've had for a long time anyway, let's be honest. Best best in my lifetime. Do you know how many, uh, you know how many Saturdays we've won this season? I'm sure you're going to tell well, us. Zero. We haven't won on a Saturday this season. We haven't won on the weekend this season. Really? One point we've got on a weekend the whole season. Yep. I think I, I go back to the point though. I agree with both of you. I like I like to sit on the fence. I like I like to go between you. Um, You're a centrist, aren't you? I am a centrist. <laughs> I, 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 I like to think I'm more roving. I can I can drop my didzy can drop my shoulder onto onto this policy. Drop my shoulder onto that one. But um, yeah, we just we've been somewhere crap, and I think. As I agree with some people who said we probably came up too quick. We just didn't have anything in place for, for like infrastructure-wise. We just had League One players, and you can't suddenly change all the team. We got we got lulled in by having a good season last season, thinking, oh, we don't need to change it. No, we've still got League One players. You do need to improve on, on what we've got. Uh, but yeah, it really, really pisses me off the people that say, oh, yeah, we're better off in Championship. Or what really hacked me off last season were, yeah, actually, we don't, we don't want to qualify for Europe or win FA Cup because if we win FA Cup behind closed doors, it won't be the same. And if we qualify for Europe, we're not ready for it yet. Bollocks. You've got to take what you can when you can and just go for the best you can at any time. What I will say, and one thing I do feel quite strongly about with football in general is, and then supporting your team is, it's great to win. And like last year, we won at Everton and we drew you know, Chelsea and the games we went to, Arsenal, Tottenham. But winning the game of football... You know, whether it's home or away, obviously away trips and stuff, it still feels great. And it's a similar feeling whether you do win, you know, at Crawley or whether you win at, you know, Chelsea or Everton. And that sounds silly, but I do generally believe that winning a game of football with your team and going to football with your mates, your family, having a few beers, that, that's what football is about. And I will say that that's probably the most important thing moving forward, just get getting back there and, and watching football, whatever level we're at. That's oh, rousing, David. Rousing. Yeah, getting a bit tearful <laughs> over here. <laughs> Lovely. Say some. No, but do, do you know what I mean? I, I, no, I do know what you mean, but 
it's still I, I disagree with some some respects. I I would still that 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 Chelsea two two was head and shoulders above winning at Crawley or or even that you know that winner at Peterborough which was amazing. Don't get me wrong and stuff like that. But it's just to be amongst clubs that you just think you shouldn't really be touching and getting near and then getting results against them. Tottenham yeah. were just brilliant. You know, just the, them away games, stuff like that. It, it is a level above and people... I'm being people a bit themselves. I'm saying that I want it to be the top level and I'm saying winning's the same. No, it's bit. brilliant all the way through and, and I hate people, the journey, it's about the journey, it's not X Factor, is it? But... It, it, not about it the destination. Been. Well... <laughs> Get in there. What, what killed me? By some increasingly macabre way. Now, the the last sort of three four years has been brilliant all the way up through the divisions. It's been it's been great supporting them, but doing it at the top level is is what you're trying to go for, surely. Uh, next week we've got Liverpool away, who've lost three games straight uh, and are surely going to be up for a big reaction. I can't see them losing again, but um, is that going to be our first? Uh, Real drubbing, or do we do we think we are we looking forward to Ampadu, Jagielka, and uh, who would it be? Brian against Mane, Salah, and uh, other one. I think we're at home. I think we're at home, Dave, aren't we? Oh, that's all right then. (laughs) (laughs) Into one. Uh, Well, no, I just I'm worried about every game this season. I just want it to end, to be honest. It doesn't matter, though, now, does it? Really? No. Well, it does matter, because I don't want to just watch games like that tonight. I'd still like us to win. Uh, win a game or perform. Tonight, for me, was the most demoralising game of the season. Awful. And you've picked it to come on the pod. Yeah. Pick a better game, lad. Come on. Yeah, exactly. We're no probably going to be down with about... Go for, yeah, we're probably going to be down with about six or seven to play, aren't we? Looking at how it's going, is that? Yeah, this is the most depressing. Say, yeah. was, say something cheerful. Get the Smiths on, Dave. <laughs> let's let's end with something positive. Go on, I I have genuinely got nothing to say that's positive. Oh God, we invited him on again. Something you don't have to be about United. Uh, no, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Weather's warmed up. Are we going to have to put him on suicide watch tonight? Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot warmer weather's this week. Yeah. yeah, nice. Weather brighter, uh, brighter evenings. Lighter, lighter evenings. Sorry. Yeah. But, but we can't go out. <laughs> Always <laughs> have to bring it back down, don't you? <laughs> well, he's what have you got, Mark? Something positive. Something on, positive. Um, I'm using some holidays, so I'm off next week. There you go. Also... But what will that be any different to what, when you're at home? What will well, you be doing any different? I'll just not be... I'll just not be working, will I? I'll be doing what I want. I'll be doing what I want around the house. So there, <laughs> sticking it to the man. On Taking back control of my own house. You were with Kay? Uh, she, she's actually still working because I've got more holidays left than her. So, I, it's, so I'm not taking back control of my house at all because she'll be on phone and stuff. I'll be barred from certain rooms while she's working. So I'll just be, I'll probably just be in, like, like being 12 again. I'll be in, in 
in my bedroom playing computer games or something on my phone because yeah. I won't be able to do anything else. So yeah, I take it all back. That's depressing as well, isn't it? Jesus Christ. It's not. You know, for me, that, that, sounds, that sounds perfect. Just playing on my computer games in a room away from everyone. I know. I'd love to do them. Daily Thompson. Oh. Bashing your keyboard. <laughs> giving it a wiggle. <laughs> Well, that were it, weren't it? It's like your proper keyboard or joystick Cheater. breaker, that game. You get blisters on my fingers. I used to go that fast. Uh, <laughs> I bet you did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're after the watershed. Yeah. Yeah. People watching it. They're listening. <laughs> Not even watching. What am I about? I've lost the plot. <laughs> I think we'll end on that now. Next podcast, we'll talk about computer games. Best, best computer spectrum and BBC and uh, BBC. Commodore. No one had a BBC, surely, apart from at school. He's lost plot as well. BBC. Yeah. <laughs> talk about Horace Ghost skiing and Manic Mine and BBC. Uh, that's your lefty oh. computer, isn't it? BBC. <laughs> Rolling on the ropes. Lemmings. <laughs> school days. School days, that, that, that's yeah. a game. Paperboy. New Zealand story. Just reeling off games. Just yeah. reeling off games. <laughs> yeah. This is it. what they listen for, isn't it? I'm going to bet. Yeah, me too. Hey, we've got us out. Yeah. Keep smiling, yeah. everybody. We'll get his club back. <laughs> or, orange or mint. <laughs> <laughs>